0: Quiet, please.
1: You're listening to Birdies and Bogies, hosted by Jordan Bloxham and Weston Mon, bringing you golf's week in review, recapping your favorite tournaments with professional insight from their perspective. Now, quiet, please. Here's your hosts, Jordan and Weston. Justin how are you oh, I'm great good I can do we got a little probably went a little long in our pre-game pre-game talk um, <laughs> that was worth it you <laughs> got a little heated um hopefully that continues over <laughs> I'm sure. It will. oh yeah well, bro, we, got, we, we have some very strong opinions on a few things that we're going to talk about today um yeah. One of those is that we have strong opinions on is that we got out to play golf on Weston's birthday.
2: On my birthday.
1: On your birthday. <laughs> and it was fun. It was like, great. Like the chillest round. Um, uh, we hit some good shots. We hit some not, a
2: bad ones. <laughs>
1: uh, but it was no. it was like almost perfect weather almost
2: uh, yeah i'm 45 so
1: degrees <laughs> yeah 45 to 48 but felt felt warmer, it no, felt wind. warmer. no wind yep. the course cedar hills was in relatively good condition
2: considering the snow and wind that has just been hammering that course for the past four months mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, was, but, it was fun i learned I mean, some, some uh
1: insect knowledge uh, oh
2: yeah your etymology is taking yeah. it up a notch
1: from from weston and
2: the what was it the hawk the hawk you know tarantula hawk the tarantula hawk Yes, it does live here in Utah, Seen it with my own eyes. Um, Just a nasty wasp that has the second most painful sting in North and South America. But um, no, I mean, Cedar Hills, he couldn't ask for a better day. We teed off at like 10 a.m. and it was sunny. We didn't have anybody in front of us. We didn't have anybody behind us. We just played golf played 18 in like 3 hours. Yeah. Um hit a couple of second shots and just cuz we wanted to or we could. Yeah. And uh no, it was great. It was great. This you one. scrambled like a beast. Yeah. I didn't didn't made, make
1: a ton, but it was it was a pretty boring round on my part. Just You were steady. Hit, hit, hit a lot of greens. Yeah. Made a lot of two putts.
2: Yeah. Whatever's unlike fun. me. Unlike me. <laughs> You like wipe the floor with me. Um, I just would like birdie and then bogey and then birdie and then bogey and I was just, <laughs> and I could never gain ground.
1: Just just a touch off, awesome, Weston was yeah. just a touch touch off, but fun fun day getting out. Yeah, um, yeah, hit some hit some shots. <laughs> I will say the most impressive shot of the day was when we were on the 18th green and oh. just messing around hitting some chip shots, and, <laughs> and you little Dunkarooski yeah, <laughs> from about that was, 25 feet.
2: And, and the reason I was so aggressive to the hole was, I I have this custom grind on a 60, and I can lay it open, and the greens were. Very receptive because they're kind of like they're dead grass, but they were grabby yeah. and spongy. So I could open this thing up and just slip the club right under, and the ball would fly into the air, hit, and like check up within 12 inches of where it yeah. landed. So I was just going at the hole, and the next thing you know, <laughs> it was pretty, pretty fun. Uh, well, you, you even mentioned the sound because the angle that it came in. It, it, like, it, it, it hit the flagstick and then it jumped into the side of the cup, but it and caught the circular motion and went yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I said, those That's are fun. like times like that are why you play often, why it's fun to play on days like that um, yeah. where there's nobody around where <laughs> yep. you can just do that or you can like, oh, I want to try this shot
2: now yeah, that was that was fun. So, yeah, it was good to get out. I'm looking for forward to many more rounds. Yes, to seek revenge and then as a team just destroy anybody who dares <laughs> challenge the veterans.
1: Yes, um, but yeah, we will definitely get out more. And then we that was on Friday, and then on Saturday, yeah. which we will discuss later. We did. Hey later. Early morning driver Ur. testing. <laughs> early on a Saturday morning. Yeah. I got up. Was it at Impact Golf Center and it's yeah, roughly five thirty-five. Oh yeah. And because I always like overestimate the time it's going to get me when I leave at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. It's going to take me to get there. Um. But yeah, we'll go over that later. But, yes, two two times getting together and and doing golf stuff. That's great. So um, let's kind of get in top stories. Greg Norman, this one's been on, right? We talked about this. They didn't release the uh, player list, the commits, the week of the players, like they said. But they have now released a tournament schedule and somewhat of a tournament format. And when we were – because I think it, it released Thursday. It released, did they release it Thursday or Friday? I can't remember. would think it was Thursday. I can't remember. It was before we played on Friday. Yeah. But then – so, and what worth, what I'm gathering from it is that they're going to play tournaments and their fields are actually limited, right? It's 12 four-man teams. Yeah. So 48 players, but it also sounds like players are playing as individuals because it sounds like of the, what is it, $25, $25 million purse? Man, now I got
2: to look at it. <laughs> yeah. There there was a little bit more info. I'm actually on the website looking, but yeah. It's going to be 54-hole tournament, no cut, shotgun starts, and uh, a max of 48 players on 12 four-man teams and a truly global field of golfers. Invited from all tours around the world to beta test the new format. So, um yeah, there's an individual champion, and culminates into a team championship match play event for fifty mil. So th- that's that's impressive because I think they said uh, teams competing for more than two hundred and fifty million in prizes. That's uh, that's impressive. So um, it's a unique thing because you get so little of players 48 uh, every one of yeah. those guys is going to get tv time because yes i mean you've got to imagine there's tv contracts here i don't know who's going to pick it up but somebody should and if they don't like they should be streaming it live on youtube yeah. or something. somebody
1: should get there and and figure it out right yeah hey, we're gonna do this right hey e- <laughs> we're not gonna e- well i mean they would want but it's like Yeah, it's going to be, they're going to find a way to get it televised.
2: Yeah. uh, Ideally, they release um, some type of app for streaming services and then you download that app and you get access to it and you get to watch. And you can not only just watch it live but also replay it afterwards. Um, But that's going to be the biggest, i that's say. I think that'll be the biggest challenge that this this particular league will face they've got the money to address it but um coverage it's it's a big big problem right and we even notice it we're like u.s coverage has kind of deteriorated and you you enjoy watching the euro tour more yeah
1: it was on i mean if you watch any of i haven't posted any of the videos um that you've posted some videos, but if you listen to the background noise, besides us talking, right, um, you'll hear the DP, the European tour. It's yeah. still going to be the European tour, but you'll hear that playing in the background. And like I said, I wish they could move more to that format, right? Yeah. Where the biggest thing is, is they, like, it's action. It's like this Player hits shot. This player hits shot, right. It's not all this other, right? I don't need to watch somebody line up the putt 17 different ways before they hit a putt. Yeah. Like, okay, Tim, and they'll show up. But it just seems to move along for whatever reason the the, pers- the the golf personalities that they have there just kind of tell it is and they'll right. They they rib each other a little bit. It's oh yeah, it's just a better. product it seems like to me
2: i feel like the reason it's a better product and most people don't know this some people do but when you're watching a USPGA tour event most of what you're watching is pre-recorded moments earlier and and that's why you see them achieving so much high success they're like oh check out this putt from so and so and he's it's like 50 feet away. And you're like, I know this is going and there's no excitement to it.
1: It's, because it's, e- it's either going in or just edging, right? They, yeah, you're like that. And they're getting, I will say that they are getting a little bit better where they're like, this was, this was. Yeah. Know, Bill Smith. And,
2: <laughs> and I think the, the Euro tour or DP tour doesn't do that as much. So you actually mm-hmm. get more live opportunities to watch success or failure. Yeah. and that's that's a huge like benefit to us as viewers because do you want to be do you actually want to see people like not hit a good shot well no i just want to see everything that happens yeah. when it happens right and so i i want that real taste of golf and if i see pressure choke down on somebody and he dumps it in the water like i want to see that shot i don't want yeah. it to be covered up and not posted on the website for no one to see later and then taken down I well, mean, it's, the, the it's, stuff it's it's only
1: not like the funny thing is that the PGA will do the golf is hard, but then these guys are good, right? It's they like it's the these yeah. guys are good type type things, and yeah, yeah they're they're really good. So but you also I mean, can show their crap, because yeah. Happens, it's golf, yeah,
2: and I think. I think uh, if they can nail down the TV viewing experience and provide an, an awesome delivery uh, method, like I think this could be incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause again, and this is no secret, the PGA tour is an absolute money whore when it comes to TV rights and television rights. It is their content. I get it. But I mean, the deals they strike up with, the golf channel or nbc or cbs and all that and then where does that content go it can only be showed by them on instagram or whatever they'll destroy your account and get you erased and (laughs) so you will no longer you cease to exist yeah but um but back on track um if they can nail out the tv it's going to be amazing and then here's the dates well dates are you know june through october so they're going to spread it out over the season but um here's the locations which i thought were pretty awesome so in june it's going to be in london so that's awesome july portland portland oregon pumpkin ridge yeah pumpkin ridge and then uh, end of july new jersey at trump national club yeah. bedminster hey <laughs> then in september oh well let's, let's talk about that trump national do you think that's a little bit of a trump giving the middle finger to the pga tour because they canceled him because he was the president of the united states yes. okay yep it's exactly and i love it love it <laughs> love it, I love, it I love it so september we're hitting boston at the international and then uh, mid-September, Chicago, Rich Harvest Farms. October, Bangkok, Stone Hill. So we're going international there. And, and then October mid, Jeddah, Royal Greens Golf and Country Club. And then October, the team championship, uh, undetermined at the moment. But um, that, to me, is a global tour. Where did we hear that from? Yeah right here us. Hey-o. that's exciting right
1: it's pretty but, it's like it's pretty cool
2: right i mean i have to say that it, it's it's pretty darn it's awesome cool. it's awesome but my my question is do we now that's right that's fourth july weekend there's no way we could make it out to pumpkin ridge golf um and actually watch the tournament but um, maybe that would be like a nice little eight hour drive that would be we would have
1: to like yeah we'd have to do some some go go time
2: what we'd have to do let's see here pumpkin ridge golf course let's get a beat on this So that bad boy out in Oregon, just outside of Portland. So that's pretty far north up there.
0: Woo.
1: It'd be a drive. It's a drive.
2: It's a drive. There's it's no there. way to put it. Absolute drive. Um, yeah, that. That direction's 11 hours, 34 minutes.
1: We'd have to, like, yeah, we'd have to just trade places. We'd just have to jam it all. Yeah. Just overnight.
2: <laughs> just, we'd have to, like, trade, and we, you would drive, and I would Jeez. sleep, and then I sleep, you drive. We'd yeah. pound out, like, 14 books on Audible. <laughs> And slay it. Have yeah. to sleep in the back of the car. I hope you don't mind cuddling. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if I got a haul pass for that, that'd be pretty miraculous. Because
1: yeah, then we'd <laughs> have to bust it back, right? Because we, uh, yeah. we we both are gonna have well, let's see what is let's see, because you know if it's here and you tell it the is that going to be a set Sunday finish?
2: Oh, I didn't even
1: look. Yeah, it's a Sunday finish. Yeah, yeah we'd have to bus back. We wouldn't have to we wouldn't necessarily we wouldn't have to work the next day, but we
2: are going to have family obligations that next day. Oh my gosh. Like serious obligations, Independence Day. Uh, yeah, I, there's no way. That's not. I can't do it. I just know I can't. Yeah. See, so if somebody wants to buy his plane tickets, hey, we'll take them. Yeah, if anybody's going out there that happens to have a private jet and his name is Ryan Smith and has two extra seats to join us and on our adventures, then yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> um, no pipe dream, but. Pumpkin Ridge Killer Golf Course. They've hosted quite a few awesome events out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's all been received quite well. Um, so, hey, I love what Greg Norman's doing. I do. I think it's great for the game of golf. I think it's growing the game. It's getting me excited about the game. It's something new. it It's... I think it's awesome. And to see... The PGA Tour trying to stonewall this whole operation just gets me even more pumped.
1: Yeah, like I said, it's. <laughs> I'm, yeah, pretty pretty excited to see what goes on.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Well, in other news, DJ Dustin Johnson falls out of the top 10. been
1: slump city yeah slump, slump city um yeah I don't know. it'll be it's interesting to see like say that everybody's like oh he's got I don't know what his odds are in the masters which um yeah I don't know what his odds are in the masters but people were after he shot his was the that's was at the players, right, where he shot 62 in the final round. And they're like, oh, watch out for DJ. I'm like,
2: yeah, you always have to watch out for DJ. Yeah, it's 63, course record tied uh, at the players. Uh, it's um, He's obviously one of the best players on tour right now. Um, I believe he is – active players now <laughs> he has the most victories of any other player um and so he's got an awesome resume but yeah he, he with sam burns win it knocks him out of the top 10 for the first time in seven years of and De- burns into like eight right yeah but and burns has been on a tear yeah. but yeah, at the same time you know dj hasn't been really active in the tournament schedule i mean the way these really marquee players do it they play like two or three tournaments till Mm -hmm. the masters and then after the masters they're obviously hitting like the world golf championships and the majors and a couple of tournaments scattered throughout and then they're on the playoff scene with the You know, the PJ Tour playoffs. So they really are focused on on like competing for the big things. Yeah. Because like DJ doesn't need to win the Punta Cana championship.
1: It's because he's playing in the Dell, actually. Right. Um (laughs) but yeah, it's it's crazy. It's just with how they structured it and some of this is right. It's what Tiger did to be brought to the game, right? The amount of money that is now involved in it. Yes. And we can talk I don't Like I said, you're earning your own keep, which is different than a lot of these other sports where you get guaranteed. I mean, you're watching it now, right, with NFL free agency. You got a guy like... Who is... He's a good running back, um, you all for Tampa Bay. Uh, Cornette, right, gets a three-year, $21 million salary, right? So, roughly, what is that, seven mil a year, right? Yeah. Where, seven mil a year, I don't know where it ended up last year. I mean, obviously, they're creeping up there, but... You have to be a top player, top six player, to, if not to, like, to get in to get into that range. And twelve million of that is, I think, it's guaranteed, and he has the opportunity to make twenty four. I think is what it top out with with incentives yeah. and, and things like that. So just it's it's kind of interesting whether they're like yeah are they underpaid or they right whatever it's it's what you signed up for Uh there's a lot more money in it now but you can play a tournament schedule like dj where he's like well i'm gonna play my minimum and really all i care about is performing well in seven tournaments a year really Yeah. yeah so
2: yeah, just, just how it goes. Well, he's he's gonna do fine this year. I, you know, I think DJ will he'll do great. Yeah, like I said
1: it's, it's strictly about motivation for that guy. Yeah, I don't I don't know what gets him motivated, but it's yeah. funner when it's funner when he is motivated because well, he's fun to D- watch.
2: Yeah, I, and I'll. I'll say it now. When DJ is on, he's the best player on tour. Mm -hmm. Like, and I—I mean, we can't compare him to like Young Tiger, but like seriously, if Tiger's active, if DJ's on, DJ's winning. Yeah. And there's just nothing that can stop that guy. Like it's it's insane. And and I mean, he. It's not as impressive as Tiger's career, obviously, but the guy's won at least one tournament for 14 seasons in a row on the PGA Tour. Like, that's that's awesome. That's that's an amazing streak. So, yeah, that's. I mean, that is crazy. Yeah, I was just
1: going to yeah. look at PGA Tour wins lists, and we'll. <laughs> Just on PG Tour wins lists. <laughs> I don't need. Um, there we go. I've got to it up. I'm just seeing where he was at on the list, whether it goes down that far. Tied,
2: tied for 26. Is he tied for 26? Yeah, he has just as many wins as Mr. Gary Player. Um, but Gary had nine made. <laughs> and uh, DJ has two, yeah. He should have three. He got screwed at least on one. Oh, yeah, at least. At, <laughs> at least on one. I mean, you're I'm in good, good company when you're at 24 wins or more. I mean, the names on that list, every one of them's a hall of famer, yeah. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Sure. Oh,
2: man.
1: All of a sudden, I got the elms. Wow. Well, let,
2: let's spice this up. Let's, let's spice this up. up. We,
1: we got to talk about something that really excites us. Like, I'm just, I was, sorry, I was channeling my inner DJ. I
2: apologize for that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he, he'll fall asleep on the final round of a tournament he's leading if you don't watch out. Um, USGA distance debate.
1: You oh. about this, and the screenshot that you sent, and that we talked about this a little bit. <clears throat> was this what was it? Ensure a healthy thriving, address the distance issue among the longest hitters while not substantially impacting hitting distances for shorter hitters,
2: from the recreational level. What? Uh, uh. but- yeah. So, first of all, this statement nobody proofread this before they sent it out. They they essentially are targeting athletic people and they're trying to find a way to alter equipment to affect the athletic people that are fast but not affect the not so athletic people.
1: And like I said in in premise and like as we were talking about this earlier, like there's no way that you can do this. Some of oh. the, the more athletic, with more speed, is still going to hit the ball further. Oh, totally. And it's like if you if you reduce the amount of efficiency off of the face, right? Your 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 core. So the smash factor. If you only if you're like okay, we're going to limit the smash factor to 1.4 right, is the maximum right yeah and you can you can get a ball speed that's one that's 1. 1.4 or, or what is it 100 and yeah like 50 higher than your 40 percent higher than your your club speed
2: yeah
1: so just being 100 miles an hour you can get 140 ball speed at the top thing but If you do that, it affects everybody down the... Yes, there's smaller differences as you go down the line. Yes. (laughs) But it's like, it's still affecting it. If you make a ball that goes shorter, it still affects that player down the line. So now they're hitting it. Yes, you got Bryson right and the... They use Bryson as an example. Here's the only reason I'm using it. But yeah, Bryson that may hit it 20 yards shorter, but the guy, okay, so now he's only hitting it 350, right? So then you got a guy that hits it 310 that now hits it 300. Okay, so now you've right, it's still an it's it's still an effect. It's the same percentage. Yeah. Can't like, know, but and he pointed it out. They estimate. So if you're going to do that, yes, he's on. We we think that this recreational golfer might only lose three percent, whereas
2: Bryson will lose four percent of his distance. Like, but, no, it, it's 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 the, the lamest thing, right? Okay, now this this is. I mean, we'll just call it what it is. It's called rolling back the ball, right? right. So if they want to roll back the ball. And it takes off 4% of distance, their estimation. And instead of Bryson carrying it 320, say, or Rory McRoy carrying it at 320, take off 4%. Then they're only carrying it 312 yards, okay? So they lose eight yards of carry, which is absolutely inconsequential when you're hitting a fairway that's mowed like a green, baked out, and as hard as your driveway and you're going to get 40 to 50 yards of roll. You hit the right slope or whatever, it doesn't matter. You're hitting PGA Tour fairways, and you're getting insurmountable amounts of roll that is inconsistent with any playing condition across America except for in PGA Tour events. If you, like, great, you rolled back the ball, they're still hitting it 360 yards. You literally did nothing. And you made every company out there that makes golf balls completely change now there's all these non-conforming golf balls out there and oh my gosh you didn't solve anything why because they're still crushing the ball and guess what bryson does bryson will go oh i just lost four percent let's get four percent faster oh he just out athleticized the ball again oh good job and then everybody else is like oh i'm not going to be as long as i was before i lost three percent i lost two percent Guess what? Now let's go get three to two, you know, two, three, 4% faster. Boom. Here we go. You know, they're going to go that route. Yeah. And to me, rolling back the ball, yeah, the ball goes, doesn't it go goes. as far as the old stuff, but it's not solving 360 yard drives. Yeah. It's like you can't take the
1: athleticism and you can't, right? You're, you guys, you hit it far. Farther, or are going to still hit it further, uh-huh. you can't, and it's, and it's, it's like you said, okay. Yeah. Maybe you max it out. Okay. Right now we're maxed out. You can't, right. You yeah. can't go any further than that. just you're on the base. I don't know. Like I said, I don't pay attention to the to basketball and to, to football and You know, I watch it as <clears throat> a fan, a casual I mean, I'll pay attention to players, but I don't pay attention to it like I pay attention to golf because it's a sport that I play and it's a sport that everybody can play. (laughs) I mean, so it's like at some point, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you can do because you're running, right? You can't make golf courses longer. There's going to be a point where you just can't make a golf course longer. No. There's something no, you can do with the golf course, and it's like, okay, yeah, guess what's easier now? Guess how many players in the NBA make shots from 25 feet? How many more yeah. they make it now, and how much easier they make it now? They're athletes, right? yeah, They're just things that you just you're not going to be able to fight but you can do some things in that they, that you've suggested, right?
2: Absolutely. Make the
1: fairies a little thing. Don't, and this is, you know, it's it kind of gets there. It's like, okay, put a PJ tour set up similar to Tory Pines, but don't have immaculate bunkers don't yeah put them on yeah. <laughs> right put him at put a setup like tory pines or like one of these with thanksgiving point bunkers that are inconsistent as it be yeah right and you grow that thing don't give them 40 yards it's it is absolute nuts most weeks and there's there's weeks where it's they soften it up a little bit, but they soften it up the whole course. So it's like, okay, yeah, you're taking away 20 yards of, of distance, but
2: the greens are super receptive. So, yeah, you're yeah, not, not punishing no, I, that way. I'm not a, I'm actually not a fan of softening the golf course. Like I love firm greens. Yeah. Uh, I, if they start to turn Brown, that's a problem. Um, yeah, too they brown. should they, yeah.
1: they should brand a little bit
2: towards the end of the day. Right? It, it could be a little
1: toasty. It, a little toasty, but what you do is is, and I think this is where the USJ goes too far sometimes, is because they'll get it where it doesn't. You can't like put a little water on it and it's back, right? They get yeah. it to the point where oh, crap! It blew five miles an hour harder than we were expecting. Uh, We just lost the golf course. (laughs) Now we got to put water on it in between every group because it's just ridiculous. Yeah.
2: And I just, I think there's so many better ways to deal with this. And USGA, I mean, to issue that statement was total clown shoes. And they they can't
1: accept that golfers are getting more athletic. Right. it's just it's like, well, wait a second it's like you no know, if one way they want to do it is, is if you're going to play on tour right you create don't take the fun and what technology has done to allow your recreational golfer continue to enjoy the game right? don't take that away from everyone strictly because you're mad that athletes are now like really athletic players
2: are involved in the game now doesn't doesn't make sense Athleticism should be rewarded, just like it is in every other sport. And some of the great examples out out there are the NBA. If you're taller, genetically taller and at an advantage, guess what? You have a better chance of playing in the NBA. That's just a reality that we have to face (laughs) for for us that are not 6'5", 6'6", 6'8", 7 foot, um, you know. There, there it is. Face that reality. Um, and if you're just not an athletic individual, you're a great golfer, but you're having trouble playing PGA Tour length golf courses because you don't have the athleticism to match the athleticism out there. Um, survival of the fittest, right? Yep. It, like r- Trying to roll back distances for long players and not affect short players is like saying, Oh, dude, you're seven foot one. I'm sorry. You are over the the height of what we can have in the NBA. Um, sorry, man. You just you just can't play. Yeah. Uh, it's like, or if you're faster in the NFL, you're a faster running back. Guess what? You're a more valuable player. Oh, you ran your four your 42 fast. We've got to slow we're, you down.
1: We're gonna slow you down. We're gonna put weights in your shoes. <clears throat> yeah, so that you're just a little bit slower.
2: We're gonna make you four percent slower Lower. so that the uh, corners will we'll do that to them too if they're too fast. but we just gotta make sure you don't you don't run too fast because you- like what what? Wh- wh- why? who? So I-, I think it's a golf course problem. Um, yeah, equipment's been involved. Over the years, of course, but at the same time, like I saw this video clip of Jack Nicholas back in the 60s. It was black and white video. The commentator's like, oh, let's see what Jack does here. He's got the driver out on this 320 yard par four. Whack! This ball goes sailing through the air. He lands it on the green. Okay. It was like 3.05 carry with a persimmon, steel shaft, and an old-school balada ball. Okay, Nicholas was doing that. Why do you think Nicholas won 18 majors and 73 PGA Tour events? It was not because he was short, okay? The dude went after it. And that video was evidence of it back in the 60s. He he was flying at 300 yards, and um, that's why he was so effective right his athleticism was greater than anything else other people had achieved and guess yeah. what 20 years before him mr sam sneed 83 pga or 82 pga tournaments why did they what was his nickname slamming I mean, so it's like oh athleticism it, it, yeah. Sam could he was 25 to 30 yards longer than ben hogan even when he was 50. <laughs> so, um, yeah, athleticism is there. It's been through the game the entire time. And they were playing shorter courses back then. So it was like still an advantage, even though the equipment goes far, but they're still hit at 300 yards. Like, so <sighs> fix the golf course first. And then if it's still a problem, then roll back the ball, then, yeah. then affect equipment they've already done so much to affect equipment and it's just like you you, you aren't changing anything fix well, the golf the, course
1: the thing that that like I said is kind of very odd to me is is like okay at some point right you're gonna have to just be like okay we're gonna do this but Now you're taking away innovation from a company, right? Yeah. You're going to take innovation away from a company so that they can't make any more money because now it's just the same. Yeah, I don't think that. Just the same. And yeah, I don't, you know, there's, there's always going to be that point where. You know, it's like anything, like NBA, they're like, oh, you should they right before this is kind of a little bit, it's a little bit more accepted now, but they're like, oh, they shouldn't too many threes. It's just, it's just the three and three fast. And I'm like, well, you know, because somebody figured out the analytics and they're like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Three is more than two, but, you know, and they figured it, right, you've only got, you've got a certain amount of shots that you're going to take average per game, right? If 50, 60% of those are threes and we shoot 37% from three, that's going to give us more points than if we shoot the same amount of shots and 45% from
2: two Yeah, they money balled it. And there's even some uh, game strategies or, you know, uh, golf course management strategies when you should be hitting driver. I forgot what it's called, but it's a methodology around percentages. And so, yeah. So, anyways, uh, even if they do roll back the ball, guess what? They're just going to look for ways to reduce spin so they can get more speed, more carry. And instead of having golf balls around 25 to 2,600 RPMs, they're going to pump them down to 22, so they get maximum efficiency. Like, they're just yeah. going to science around it. And, yeah, and there's going to be – yeah, there's are going to be things that they can do,
1: right? If you drop it too far, then you're not going to get any left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, you'll, and you'll go, okay, I'm going to give – I'm going to give this player, yes, this ball is not going to spin – nearly as much but we're going to give them just have them hit
2: 13 degree during
1: average
2: <laughs> yeah so then they get and like one of the most refreshing thing that i saw was during the players storms rolled through and i saw you know cam smith 175 mile per hour ball speed which is an absolute swing out on tour and he was only carrying it like 275 280 maybe if it was downwind 285 it's because the weather rolled in and fairways got soft and guess what the ball don't go and I, i'm not a proponent of softening fairways but hey grow the grass a little bit so it doesn't roll like a, a pool ball on a cue q- table you know <laughs> like, <sighs> yeah yeah it's i mean there's
1: there's other ways that, that you can do it. So, and there's been courses that are showing, it, right? Royal Melbourne and the President's Cup. It took them a couple days to figure out how to. any yeah. And you have courses like, but then you get these whiny pros, not naming any any names. or I'm not naming any names. Um, <laughs> but. That'll be like, oh, it's too hard. It was too hard. They just the core setup was too hard. I'm like, grow a sack. <laughs> it's what it is. And yes, it was hard. Yeah, yeah. it was hard. Right. And it I don't think any of those courses were unfair. There's been some USGA setups that they got right where you couldn't right when you can't stop a green it on a green. And where you like, you put it down, and you're like, "Oh, if this wiggles at all, it's going twenty feet." That's a different different set. Yeah, but I don't know. They need to do better. The XGA.
2: Yeah, it's just got to be better. I, and and give some reason behind it. Don't just throw some blanket statement out there. Yeah, they're hitting it too far. Yeah. Well. think we beat that horse
1: but um we got that another shocking drop today which i'm glad that we didn't report yesterday because we would have missed this in the morning that bill has removed himself so when they talked about it i guess the master was like yeah a player has to inform us to take him off the list of participating players so he is now on the former champions not participating yeah that's lame he's he's on that list one person who's not on that list yet
0: <laughs>
1: the tiger yeah if, if he's well, if he, if he's with we know we know Tiger well enough that if he's withdrawing, he's not withdrawing until
2: the last possible second. Which I don't get, but you know. It's
1: suspense. Uh, he's got guys like suspense.
2: you. Oh geez. What it is is he he's, needs he's, to win the VIP. <laughs>
1: He's he's he knows that this right, it drives the anticipation of what
2: yeah may happen. Everybody's cheering for it and he's just like, Yes, I will we've, always be relevant.
1: We've, we've in in our discussions, we have talked he has passed his his drop dead
2: date, as far as yeah. we're concerned. Yeah. He's not playing. And Valspar would have I, been it, right? Yeah. He would, I have Valspar. he would have had to play Valspar. He would have had to show that his game is ready, that he's in a position. We've seen the pattern of success before, and he just has not put himself in a position to, to compete. Not only that, Augusta literally is one of the hardest golf courses to walk as a pro. Yeah. There are tons of hills, ups and downs, and, and that's like his biggest struggle is like walking. <laughs> yeah. and, and the recent reports, there was a little bit more open discussion around what he was going through. And that was, um, it, he, the pain is finally not there anymore, right? So yeah, his leg was whole and it was functional, but there's just, there was just constant pain in it and so i think he's finally gotten past the severe pain and every once in a while there's some lingering pain but like if you want to stay focused uh the first thing you have to avoid is pain because that's going to take you right out of your focus immediately um so yeah it's it's a bummer but yeah tiger is not playing he i he, he's got like a 100% chance of playing the 2023 masters but uh and like a 1% chance of playing the 2022 masters mm-hmm. yeah but uh yeah he, he'll call in he'll say i'm not feeling well but uh <laughs> uh you know that's a bummer cuz to me like my entire golf viewing life has <laughs> literally Revolved around the Masters and Tiger Woods playing in it, yeah. and yeah. yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy.
1: Um, now let's talk about us for a little bit. <laughs> oh so, yeah, our early morning driver testing session. Um, so we heard, right? You brought in the the Ruth the big guns and uh brought your roller so that we
0: could
1: <laughs> do some stretching and yeah you know, physical work on ourselves to make sure we didn't get hurt before. Oh,
2: for sure uh, yeah that foam roller is a lifesaver and i actually bought a smaller one so i could fit it into a carry-on suitcase and bring it with me to golf trips Like, that's how important it is to me. Yes. Um, But we went out, and you
1: also brought a blast from the past. Ooh. 75D. That was so fun. And so we took some rips at that. Um, I will tell you this. If players, if they really wanted to be really good ball strikers, and I think they would – range sessions with those flops.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. I mean, that thing is so small. The MOI is so tight. The it felt like absolute butter, and um, the grooves on that driver are so deep. It's like they would make rates them were win. yeah yeah
1: <laughs> with with new and, balls right. I mean yeah. and you're getting that a little bit, but not only that no. the dispersion oh, because all of over the the, map. the small MOI like, is like
2: it's crazy because you you you're forced to slow down and and of course, it, to me, it was a challenge of I just need to swing faster <laughs> yeah. um, and and honestly the the distance, if the, the spin numbers were good. And the launch was was where it needed to be. Um, it it was it was shorter. Yeah. It was about ten, maybe ten to twelve yards shorter than today's current driver.
1: Yeah, so, it was like they're not completely shorter, but I mean, obviously, all things being, but it was it was fun. Like I said, you. Could become a really good ball striker. In oh, general, yeah. Right. And you wouldn't be able to swing as hard, but it's like, okay, if you went back and forth between that, right, you bring out an old set of blades, let's say, let's go on an old set of blades and you hit those and you do one res- rain session a week, right? you' you're strictly focused on ball striking that would be be great and then you can still do speed with the other one yeah because you would maximize that too right let's okay yeah I can swing harder but I also am grooving this so that I'm hitting it
2: in the center more often yeah yeah and that's yeah it's a good test it it's a good reminder too i mean the thing's smaller than the footprint of a three wood from today so um but it was it was a lot of fun and i think i averaged around like 275 maybe 280 carry yeah
1: Um, this This was testing it we put i put it at 500 feet so yeah, it 500 was,
2: feet altitude.
1: It was in the the range of being right sea level. So you know we're getting some pretty good poppers out there. Oh it yeah. did kind of right. We we play here in Utah, so we're used to seeing numbers when, when you're just messing around on the sim and it's set to how we have them there, 44 hundred feet yeah 75 and then you drop it down and there was a couple times i had to remind myself that it was it was at 500 feet elevation because i was like wait a second that was oh no never mind that's right
2: (laughs) and the reason we did that i wanted a realistic experience right of like how far are these drivers going in comparison to what we're seeing on tour and whatnot yes um so it, it was a really good test. And and the thing still went. Like my best, best drive with a 975D, 7.5 degree. I It'd think I had a 292 carry on my best.
1: I should look it up. And I, I forgot to send this to you because I did go into the stats. So I do have that recorded
2: but I'm I mean my best best drive and that was kind of swinging all out with it and I happened to just catch it really well but yeah 292 carry had like 2200 rpm spin which is still a, an absolute poke at sea level like I'm I was just eight shy of carrying at 300 at sea level and um the last time i did that was like 2008 in florida yeah. um i was i was at the tailor made tour van and they were building stuff out for the uh national assistance pga or yeah national pga assistance championship and um yeah they built me out a pretty sweet tailor made burner but um yeah, i mean you had some folks like your
1: last one is when we were first getting warmed up, 288 carry, 310 total. All right, so let's go. Because we did hit some right at the end. Yeah, yeah, I, think it was, I want to say this one was, I think you did get one that was like 290, yeah, 292, 309. yeah So there was that. So once we tested that, we decided that we would go to our current gamers. Yours right now is the Avian. Avian? Is that yeah. how you pronounce
2: it? I, I sort of pronounce both ways Avian, Avian. I call it Avian.
1: Um, and mine's the G410 or G400. Yep. Man, I even got it, about got it wrong. The G400, <laughs> I hated the 410. I didn't hate it, but it was definitely not my favorite. Um, the G400 LST, which um, with yeah. the Ventus blue, 6X. And you have the Kyoshi or Limited. You have the 7X?
2: It was a 6X, 6X. as well. Yeah. Um,
1: but all in all, like I said, it was probably let's see i'm gonna pull this up i didn't have to change them here you got so much speed on me it's it's ridiculous (laughs) um so we didn't even have to like designate who was was, who's i'm just like as soon as it jumped from 105 106 to 113 we knew we knew where that split went um (laughs) (laughs) right and i had a couple in there but i mean it wasn't bad i mean i popped popped a couple out there that were that were okay right nothing to write home about um so the drivers that we did test after our our gamers was the strix on dx7 right and we limited this a little bit we're somewhat limited on time and uh Definitely limited on the number of swings that we wanted to take. shake um, on ZX7, Taylor Made Stealth, Taylor Made Stealth Plus, yeah, the Rogue STLS, and the Callaway Rogue STLS Triple Diamond, and the Cobra LTD XLS.
2: Yeah. Um, well, let's go through each one and I'll just. What were your opinions, and could it be a gamer? Yeah, um,
1: Kevin. No, it can't be a gamer. <laughs> it it spun too much for me. I don't. I tend to spin the ball a little bit more anyway. Yeah. So going with something that that and the face just and this this will be a constant theme going through the. That it just looked like it was closed, that I had to manipulate the face open to get it where I wanted to. And it just didn't yeah. quite have the pop off the face. Again, spinny just didn't quite test this. And when we did the testing, right? We did it, did the testing with, I did it with the Ventus Blue. Um, yeah. Pr. Um, six X, and you did it with the Ventus Black, because yep, one exactly. limitation we wanted to keep it the same. the The adapters that we have, they're the same from the same system. But the older ones, the Strix on, for some reason, it's just off just enough. It won't. The older tips, the Strix on, yeah. won't fit. It. Yeah. In there. So we had to go with something that had one of the newer tips on it that was as close to where our other shaft was. So I was playing the Ventus. I was hitting the Ventus Blue PR 6X and you were hitting the Ventus Black P- or 6X in that. Yep. So I'd say close but not the exact shafts that we hit in our gamers. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts
2: on the ZX7? ZX7 I thought it felt good. Uh, I thought um, it had an okay profile. I yeah. wasn't like, I wasn't like static about it, but I wasn't saying it was ugly either. Yeah. Um, it felt good whatever, but dude, that thing spun a ton. And yeah, I probably could have custom fit it, right? To have a little bit better performance for me, but right. I would have had to like, put it down to like seven degrees loft to, to accommodate, the spin that was coming out yeah, of it or build a really stiff shaft, after yeah play a different ball which right
1: some but, of these things are not negotiable
2: <laughs> yeah and so you know all all things aside uh it wasn't the most it wasn't the best dispersion for me either even mm-hmm. though i was like 2800 to 3400 rpms of, of backspin on that it still wasn't having a tight dispersion that i would that i was accustomed to so um could it be a gamer no not not in my book um even if i got a custom fit i still think there's stuff out there that fits me better oh yeah
1: could you game it yes but would you game it no because there's other options out there yeah um and i think we did in this order, we've got it tailor-made, but I think we did, the next one we did was the tailor-made yeah. stealth plus. I'll move, I'll change that, yeah. yeah. We did the plus first. We did the plus first. Um, and the plus, I could get, it looks, it looks much better than the Sims at address. I will say that. They've
0: mm-hmm.
1: they fixed the issue where sometimes when you let it with the little, like, diagonal flange that's on the bottom mm-hmm. that they get it still sits really good and looks really good at address you don't yeah. feel like you have to manipulate anything to get it get it into the position that i'd like to see it in anyway yeah
2: no uh, it yeah aesthetically the stealth plus the stealth both of them they just looked yeah. really good and that was something that, that stuck out to me and I even commented on it. So it, uh, it just has a, a shape to it that is incredibly appealing. Yeah. Really good.
1: Um, stealth plus and it's, and it's been this way and, and, and I've tested the stealth and the stealth plus a few times before this, and it has been kind of the same inclusion on both. Um, i could game either one but if i'm right if again if i'm gonna pick for me since we're doing both these the stealth plus was action i don't know whether it was just a little bit different state cg setup or what it actually spun a little bit more than this than the stealth did and my and the stealth and the dispersion pattern was a little bit yeah right um, and I guess their stealth and stealth plus they were probably for me were pretty close to the same spin but the stealth didn't leave the center line it mm. just my dispersion it, pattern was super tight
2: it was the same for me I think on average I probably had the fastest ball speeds with the stealth across all the drivers we tested on average right Mm -hmm. Uh, every once in a while others would pop up there maybe above but um incredibly consistent in that regard the stealth plus i mean that was a low spin beast i had it at nine degree and Mm -hmm. just the way with i came down yeah oh I, i was hovering around 1800 to 2000 rpms and Typically (laughs) it's almost too low. Yeah. But I mean, these were just absolute laser beams going out there and I'm pretty sure I registered my longest drives with the stealth plus, um, out of all the testing. Um, it was just, I'd have to bump it up. Um, and that's kind of crazy to think. I I think from an aesthetic point of view, I'd rather have like a 10-5 head that I would turn down
0: yeah so to open like up
2: a little bit yeah So to open than, up rather than shutting the face as it as it gave it more loft but but even then it kind of sits open which i really liked so if i did bring the loft up it probably look pretty square yeah but oh my gosh like that that was an absolute rocket and uh could i game it yeah yeah i could um it, it got it done for sure yeah so now the Callaway Rogue
1: and the Rogue LST Triple Diamond. Um, These are both absolute, for me, no ghost. Like Yeah. Even the Triple Diamond, which in, you would think would be a little bit, they, they look like I was going going to hook it every time when I said yeah. that. And I just, for whatever reason and again, I've tested this one a couple of times too. Same results. Dispersion was really, really bad. Yeah. Spin was really bad. Stenderness of contact was really, really bad.
2: Yeah. If if I'm being completely honest, um, aesthetically from the playing position, I think Callaway took a step backwards from the Maverick line. Yeah. Maverick was really good looking, Mm -hmm. considering the weirder shapes that Callaway's been putting out. The LS was by far the most awkward thing to look at that I've had uh, down at the end of a shaft, and the triple diamond wasn't too far off from it, and it it did look shut. My dispersion was all over the place. I didn't feel like I could time it well. Um, If I released, it was going left and if i held it off it was going right um it was nowhere near the consistency there was ball speed there it felt great but man it was not the driver for me yeah like i said just and
1: like that i've made made mention of it a couple of times and i'm just
2: it was a big l for them yeah and even it even if you custom fit it for me, find the right shaft, you adjust the loft, maybe throw some rat glue in there to bounce it out just the way I love it, still wouldn't want to play it. Right. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: It's it's not where I want it to be. And the thing about it that's that's interesting because I mean I'm obviously doing some some bidding and it was it was funny because I fitted it the kid today. And this is like I said when you take athleticism and some of this is right where you get, I fit two, two players. One was a, a D one women's golfer. Um, mm-hmm. And this is where the technology has helped because you can't necessarily swing this hard, but she was swinging her average. She probably averaged. She's between one Oh four and one Oh six club at speed. Um which is really good. Like she's going at it really good. Um, and then I fit a 12-year-old who had 90s, like he he was hovering right around 96 to 97. He's got the G425, and we're just he's gotten stronger, so we're looking at shafts, and we ended up actually switching him to the stealth, but he was able to with the stealth. the Mori F3 6S he was actually able to get um, push 98 99 miles an hour as a 12 year old <laughs> right yeah. so he's getting some some club head speed as a 12 yeah. year old but it's this but he went into the stealth with the driver but then when he got to the prairie Wood, it was the he went with the rogue ST max. Yeah. Right. Um, their fairway woods look still look really good. I mean, said, yeah. Which so, is like, okay, how did you miss so bad on the driver? Yeah. And aesthetically, I mean, we still fit some people into it because it still gets some ball speed and it still right works for those, but it just for me, I just think. That it sits shut and I can't I can't do a shut face club with the driver. It just doesn't work for me visually just because I get that in my head and I don't want it to to do that. But which brings us to the Cobra LTD oh. LS. This one uh, probably when you looked at it as far as where face was like that probably the best i mean when it, i sat it down i'm like there's no way that i'm gonna hit this left zero chance zero,
2: zero yeah chance. it's it's a really really good driver um this one surprised me the most out of the bunch i, I knew stealth yeah. was gonna be good i knew yeah. it and it was and cobra ltd xls um and the reason it fit me so well is because my miss is left so uh, anytime i'm playing out there my if i'm trying to hit a fade and it goes too straight that's my miss right it's it's either goes too straight or if i draw it might even hook a little bit more um that left side i i just don't like and so This Cobra LTD XSLXLS, I'm just going to call it the LTD. um, Thinking thing did not want to go left. Uh Like, and I really tried, and I think I got like a two foot draw out of it. Yeah. Um, And I was trying to like hook it, and it was just super stable. And the numbers were good. The ball speed numbers were good. Um, Everything about it was just really, really good. So it looked good. It performed good. And could it be? Yeah. It could and be in the bag. Like it's that good. This one,
1: this one could be in the bag. Like I said, I was playing this one and the same thing. And I like I said the shaft is a little bit the the tr. For those who don't know, the Ventus Blue tr stiffens up in the handle a little bit, right? Because they wanted to knock the spin off to give you something that give the player something kind of in between a blue and a black is what they're trying to hit with this. So they stiffen up the, the handle a little bit. It doesn't fit me quite as much because I like to feel a little bit in that area where it doesn't give me the feel. Yeah. And I didn't, like I said, the dispersion was pretty tight. And if anything, it, like I said, it, it missed right. But as we talked about it and when we were playing, if, if I've got it and I know that I'm not going to miss it left, It is like joy, like in my mind, is like joy.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's really good, and I mean, I do think the stealth is the driver to beat this year, but the one that can beat it is, and then again, this is for me, right? I'm swinging 113 to 117 miles per hour. I'm above 170 ball speed. And I have a pretty aggressive torque through the ball. It, the way it worked out was Stealth Plus and uh, and this Cobra LTD were just really, really good. And um, yeah, I, it was pretty close. I, if I walked out of Impact Golf with either of those drivers, I'd be pretty happy.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was, like I said, really good. I have hit it with... The Ventus Blue, my game mm-hmm. of shaft, and it was really good. <laughs> so yeah. I kind of knew that going in, but like I said, it just sits up, sits really good. It's 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 really good. Like I said, really surprising, but I will say that Cobra has been on the right track for the last two or three generations of their driver. They're continually getting better which is good but now they just need somebody yeah. that actually plays it that I care that plays it <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah you that's who matters you yes.
1: it is that um, is who matters but through the general public right you know
2: yeah
1: I don't, I, it, I don't it's care been... that Bryson plays it and Ricky's yeah. becoming more and more irrelevant um, yeah. But yeah.
2: It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I got tired, hit some good shots. Um, and the ones that worked the best for us, I mean, they were pretty close. It was a pretty, pretty close toss up to our gamers, right? Because we've been right. fit for those and we've been gaming yeah. them for a long time. But um, yeah, that is just, a, it, it's exciting to see all that kind of play out and um yeah t- taylor made cobra that was the takeaway yeah for us for sure galloway and not yeah, ooh, not galloway
1: <laughs> Taylor made and cobra yeah. um but in in good player golf or okay <laughs> player golf <laughs> yeah. sam burns yeah, with the W, and gets back to back Valspar champ. Um, played great on on Sunday, right? Came from what did he end up coming back from? Because it wasn't because Riley had a fairly significant lead going into it. Yeah, so he beats. Oh, I guess he only had a three-shot lead on Burns, but plays really good. Um, makes a bogey on seventeen, but that was a tough hole, which makes what and of Davis Riley did even more more impressive. After yeah. uh, we went over his. Shot recap <laughs> for the fifth hole for Davis Riley. He makes an eight for five. The shot start on that thing was pretty amazing. Yeah. It a, misses a left left of trees, so then tries to play it down the adjacent fairway on the left and then proceeds to miss it more left of that fairway (laughs) and has to um looks like punch out right more left (laughs) he has to punch out a little bit more left oh you know he has to take a penalty take a penalty somewhere in there is what it says so he had to take a drop i don't know it was yeah it was yes
2: It was a nightmare. So,
1: so, so, no, so this is even better because this is the first time I pulled up his play by play just to say. So, it says shot one, 293 yards left or to left, rough 309 to the hole. Shot two, 217 yards to unknown. Uh, It says 106 yards to hole. And then it says says drop in unknown. So he's in the unknown. He got a free drop, it looks like, because that one doesn't have a penalty. And then it says shot three, 53 yards to tree outline, 50 yards to hole. So then he had to take a penalty drop. And he dropped in the tree outline. Um, Oh, man. Shot five from 66 yards to 45 feet. You know, it looks like it was closer to 59 feet, then to 12 feet, or 13 feet, missed that, and then made his, obviously made his eight. But the shot chart is, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But the guy comes back, pars the next two holes, birdie's eight, another par three. Um, and then birdie's 11, so he's... Coming back right, so he's one over on the day. Then bogeys or gets it, yeah, that gets him back to one over on the day. And then makes a bogey on twelve. You think he's out of it? Just stuffs a shot on seventeen. Like, yeah, right? great shot. Is not there was a couple people who hit it close, but it wasn't playing easy, right? The group before. I think with Sam Burns, yeah, Sam Burns was playing right in front of him, I believe, Justin Thomas, and they both made bogeys. I think Justin Thomas made a bogey on on that. He got it up and down, made a good butt. Um But it wasn't an easy up and down that he, that he made. So he makes a good two there. So pulls it back, gets in the playoff, and then on the second playoff hole, Burns just, there is one. Yeah, so it was there, and you know Davis gave it, a, Riley gave it the thing, but good yeah. comeback for him. Thirty-three footer for Sand Burns to win, to go back to back. Um, That's so exciting, this kid. Yeah, this kid, he's like I keep waiting for a little bit more. He's the, but if you look at it, he's. So he's won the Valspar twice, and then one other tournament. So he's won three times in the last year. Yeah, but you just feel like with what he does, how he hits it, he should be a little bit, a little bit better. He's a really good putter. Yeah, like in general, which is crazy, But you wouldn't take a guy who, and has that power would. Would be that, but he's a he's a pretty good putter as well. But Eventually, he'll, yeah,
2: impressive he'll it. win. It was pretty exciting. Lots of uh, lots of excitement on the final day, and and just some good golf for oh, sure. Um, but let's go through his bag, again. and
1: right after we just absolutely. be...
2: <laughs> ripped it I the way, but hey, maybe it looks really good when you have a full staff bag contract.
1: And you can, um, figure that out, right? You can, yeah, you can definitely
2: figure that out. Yeah, I mean we'll go through the whole bag here and we'll pop point out anything that's pretty cool or fun. But he's got the triple diamond, uh Callaway Rogue ST triple diamond, and um, he's got the Vantis Blue 7TX in there. He takes a good rip at it, so uh, as, as expected, he's it's got the op- thing is that that's a little bit interesting.
1: He's playing a 10.5 that measures at yeah. 10.3, but.
2: And I think that's probably where the the seven TX helps a ton. Yeah. And taking some of that spin off because yeah, I had the the six X in the black and it was it was good, but I could have benefited from a little bit more tip stiffness there. Um, Right. It's got got the old Callaway Maverick four wood in the bag. Um, and and it is. It is set to fifteen point five, so it's more of a traditional three wood, um, and then he's got a hybrid in there, which is more of a real like seven wood, the mm-hmm. Callaway Apex UW, and uh, that is set to nineteen point nine. That's pretty accurate there, but basically a twenty degree uh, seven wood, and um, man, it is, and it's yes, it's the seven wood.
1: I they say hybrid. But it's a wood shaft that well, goes into it.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, they're calling it a utility wood, wood. not a hybrid. Yes. So. It's, it's,
1: it's a wood and it's a fixed hustle. So, in yep. order to get it to that 19.9 degrees, they have to bend it. Yep. Turn and, you it can bend, and you can bend yeah. fixed hustle woods painted in the butt, but you can do it. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah it takes a special amount to do it inside of a vice that that's pretty crazy i've seen it done can be but um not typical and it's a little risky when you're dealing with those higher tensile strength steels that can crack and yes whatnot. Yeah. there's definitely some of uh, that.
1: They, yeah. they can happen i mean um off. They, he made a special one that is really like it basically engulfs the entire wood. So that, yeah, right, it's stabilizing it. Yeah, if you get a vending machine, there is a there is a setting that you can flip it down and it goes over the top of a a wood. But like being in in club building and doing that, we don't. Don't miss the yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't need that. Um, and to it is really, unless you have like that exact, and even the one that is on the, the bending machine these days is not quite maybe as robust as it needs to be. Yeah
2: that no. yeah so uh jumping into the irons he's got the callaway apex tcb mm-hmm. the tour cavity back four through pitching wedge and playing the project x 6.5 a little bit more stout iron shaft as expected yes. and and then the wedges and this is a really this is a cool call out notice his 50 degree is a callaway apex tcb mm-hmm. yep Okay. Now, this is the paradigm shift, folks. Um, For a while, a lot of people have been playing 50-degree golf clubs that are shaped and formed more like traditional wedges.
1: Yes. And a lot of this depends on, and and when I do fittings,
2: I ask,
1: I specifically ask when I'm doing this, how often do you chip with that around the green? If yeah. they say no, then it it is a hundred percent you match that to your iron set. Absolutely, because then it's just a full swing club. So yeah, my but, guess is he doesn't hit that low lofted bump and run with, or he doesn't use that club around the green very much. Yeah.
2: Now, uh, what I've heard in the past is tour pros will typically play a wedge style golf club in their fifty or yeah 50 degree slot because it has different flighting characteristics than one that might match the set well sam burns and many other callaway staff players put it to the test and they compared their proximity to the hole on a traditional 50 degree wedge versus their apex tcb 50 degree wedge and the numbers did not lie it told them that the TCB was giving them better proximity to the hole than the traditional style wedge. And so this shift is people are starting to, tour players are starting to put gap wedges that match their set into the bag. And think about that. That's, it's like coming full circle. Cause if you scratch off all the numbers and letters on the bottom of those clubs, he's now playing a 50-degree golf club that matches his set, which is circa like 1960s, 1970s, when pitching wedges were like 50 degrees, and they matched the set. Here, here you've got everything happening again. He scratched off all the numbers and he could have that 50-degree that be the pitching wedge. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He's getting more consistency with it as it matches the set. So uh, I don't know where it's going to go, but what I'm saying is the tour players are making a change, and that's something interesting. When they get better data and better proximity to the hole, that's, uh, that's a good sign. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then he plays the Jaws.
1: This is again, man. We are going on a run with there's no where there's no T grands. I don't know what's going on we, with this. We must this have plan. jinxed
2: it. <laughs> 2022, the year not of the T grand. <laughs> some
1: of it, some of his has been conditions. Um, but obviously, he is a top to bottom like he is full bag. Yeah. 14 clubs, 13 clubs of putter and ball. <laughs> yeah. He is that guy. Um, the Bulwerks Odyssey 7S, nothing special. But Pop, Pot's really good, good with it, right? Then plays anyway. the Chrome Soft X. So is that the older version, the 2020? It's not the 2022 version. Yeah. But not the newer one. Um, so nothing special on that. He does play the Core Velvet Align midsize. Hello.
2: Um, I hate the line grips. I'm just going to say it. I hate them. That's okay. You're allowed (laughs) to hate things. I'm not offended. But yeah. I support free speech. It's
1: some people love that. Just they're like, oh, I got my hands in the right spot. But I don't whether my hands are not in the right spot and having it down the. I'd have to probably do a bubble where he offsets his (laughs) his a little bit. like that and that's what sam burns's bag it's nothing like wow <laughs> it's really no,
2: it's just dialed right
1: yeah
2: i mean you see those little nuances like the four wood and the seven wood and then you see how the wedges are are tinkered out like yeah. it's it's just dialed and um yeah obviously the the resources on tour are fantastic but um that's uh, that's the bag. That is the bag.
1: Um, and then upcoming, the Dill Match Play. Um, so let's kind of and just over to that <laughs> shot shot chart from Riley's. <laughs> Still, just like I said, he came back from it great, and we've all been in that situation where you're like, Oh gosh, is this whole ever going to end? just because it probably was going on and on and on, yeah, and on. Um, but they go back here, so the Dell WCJ Dell match play bracket. Um, of the brackets, which one do you think is the toughest? Oh, and who do you think's coming? We won't, because we won't. We don't want to go through all brackets. Which one do you think is the toughest? And give me your finalists.
2: Ooh, okay. So, oh, that one's pretty brutal. Uh oh, that one's juicy. There's a couple of like stout brackets as I'm looking through all these. Um the ones that kind of stuck out to me is uh DJ's bracket or and, and Jordan Speeth's bracket. So Jordan Spieth, Adam Scott, Justin Rose, Keegan Bradley. Like that's a pretty stout group. Jay Rose is coming back. He's actually had some flashes of brilliance this year. Adam mm-hmm. Scott is actually like really highly ranked in putting on tour right now. I think he's in the top twenty-five in strokes game putting. Um, and if he if his games together, the guy can flat out play. Right. Uh, and Spieth and Spieth and King and Bradley's been on a tear. So, right. like so. that that group right there is. Whew,
1: one that I look at that actually stands out to me because they've all been playing really good recently. And someone that's there is Louis who is and Paul Casey, who's been playing really good. louis has been steady all year. Yeah. Corey Connors, who's been playing good in his last two or three events. And Alex Noren, who has done the same thing in his last three events. Yeah. On the comeback. Yeah.
2: That's a good yeah. group. Uh, DJ's group. Well, DJ is DJ. Then Max Homa. Matt Wolf uh, and McKinsey Hughes rounds that out, but Matt Wolf and Max Homa are no slouches.
1: So no, I mean obviously it's the top sixty-four players in the world. You could yeah almost make the case for every <laughs> every bracket. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm saying because where's the like all the top ranked players? I'm just seeing where they does it go into like seventeen? Is there sixteen? They do. Why do they not have one? But I guess, um, yeah, they don't have. No, John Rom's one. Where does no? He's up there. Yeah, uh, he's It's not before. coming. It's not coming from the top. Not coming from shock in the groups. I'm calling it yeah. right now. No, Rom's not going to win. Markow's not going to win. Hovland's not going to win. Cantley's not going to win. Rit- win. Jeff you're really going to rule out Hovland?
2: Yeah. Justin Thomas isn't going to win. Wow. So you're like all in on Patrick Reed then. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he has not been playing that good. No, he hasn't. Hey, really? um, his putting's been struggling a lot. Um, <sighs> ooh. Is Horschel your guy? He's no, played no. well. He before. has played well,
1: but he's in he's the top. He's one of the top. Said it's not coming from the top, baby. He's a top 12. I mean, it's not like yeah, but he's still a chalk in the bracket. I'm saying it's not coming from any of those 16 guys. That's jumping uh, out in them. No who's gonna win? Kevin Kisner.
2: You think Kis?
1: Kiz. He's played, uh, he's won it before.
2: He has. He has. My pick. Him is or not.
1: Is who?
2: Well, I my my pick is not Kevin Kisner. <laughs> um, I love him. him, but yeah, I'm not gonna pick him. I'd say my pick this year. Oof. I'm going to go with Hovland. That's going to be a breakout victory for him. He's going to finally win on U.S. soil. I'm taking him. There you
1: go. Oh, it's fun. Like I said, I think there's a better way to do this. Like I said, I think you get, when you do this random Robin format, and it it plays out this way that I don't, it's hard to do a match play, but I don't necessarily think you do a round Robin, right? You throw yeah. 64 in and maybe maybe what you do is so that it is a double elimination, right, is you throw a or at least you get to play two matches, right, is you do a loser's bracket, Yeah. And somehow where you do that, I don't know. But this, right? You're going to get, right? You may get the four guys that are playing the best in one bracket and only like it's the top two that move on from it. Because does it go to, no, it goes right to round of 16. So only the top one comes out of that bra- the bracket. Yeah. So you may have like two or three of the Players that are playing the best that week, and one, it, and only one goes through. Yeah, that's crazy,
2: crazy to think, but it, it'll be a change. So it's definitely a different format, and yeah, that's kind of nice. It's fun to watch how they play around. Yeah. Austin Country Club,
1: when it's when it's like that, right? Because they get, right, they can take different lines. They can they can take a little bit. Bigger chances with it, so. Yeah. I'll watch. I'll pay attention. Pay attention to most golf. Um, (laughs) Haven't paid attention to much else because there has been some corn fairy. There was a corn fairy treatment this this week, so that's right. I don't want to necessarily. Oh. Leave them in the dust. Was there? There may have been a champion store turn. No, there wasn't a champion store. It was just, that, <laughs> just the corn fairy. So I'm not like sliding them that bad. Um, just mostly. Just mostly. But we will go in. I will go and find out who won the corn fairy because, right, at this point you're you're seeing some. Um, and it was a the Chede in Louisiana. Carl Wong, I think Jan Juan Y U A N. I don't Um know. wins in a playoff against Peter Ewelline. I can see a perpetual Horn Fairy tour player. I feel like he's played really well but ends up playing on the Peter? Corn, corn Fairy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like he's
1: around all the time.
2: I think he played really well, and he got some status. But yeah. there's so much like carryovers from medical leaves and and all that stuff that he still doesn't he carry the off. weight to always be in a PGA Tour event. Yeah, so I think, I think he kind of hovers. one
1: is there, gets the win, which puts him actually at the top. Was ranked ten last week. You can jump up, <laughs> quite yeah. a bit. Um, but yeah, as far as Utah goes, Patrick Fishman did not make the cut. He's been struggling quite a bit. Oh. Yeah, but yes. So there's your Corn Fairy Tour. Like I say, it drives me nuts that they cannot find especially on a week where there's no LPGA, no Champions Tour, they cannot find a TV spot for a foreign <laughs> Ferry event. This drives me nuts. Like, it's, it's got to be there, right? Yeah. You've got some of these players who probably should be playing on the PGA Tour that are better than the bottom half of some of yeah. these tournaments. So, that's my two cents. And if you don't like it, you don't care. <laughs> um, just yeah, you got a different opinion than I do, and that's okay. But other than that, good news this week. I'm playing twice. There you go. Twice. Another Friday round and a Saturday round. It's supposed to be getting seventies-ish. This weekend. So that's nice.
2: Yeah, that is good. Oh, man.
1: I'll actually be down your neck of the woods playing Alpine. Oh, good. Just nine holes on Friday. Should be good. Other than that, you have any words of wisdom to leave with
2: our, our listeners? Um, One for listeners. <laughs> yeah. Don't three-putt. Wise words,
1: it yeah. It it costs you one more shot than the two, but that is true. (laughs) Uh, And every shot counts. It is a good book though, if you read that as the strokes game book. Every shot counts. Yeah. Word of advice is go read a book. (laughs) Read a book, make your mind better. until next time thanks for listening and we're out thanks for listening to this episode of birdies and bogeys if you enjoyed what you heard please subscribe leave us a rating and review and until next time have a great week